Papers Read on AI, with Rob, keeping you up to date with the latest research. This reading is brought to you by Mars Race, Stake a Claim on the Red Planet, available on Android and iOS. Fast Training of Diffusion Models with Mask Transformers. Authored 2023 by Honkai Jung, Wiley Ni, Arash Vadit, Anima Anandkumar. Abstract. We propose an efficient approach to train large diffusion models with mask transformers. While mask transformers have been extensively explored for representation learning, their application to generative learning is less explored in the vision domain. Our work is the first to exploit mask training to reduce the training cost of diffusion models significantly. Specifically, we randomly mask out a high proportion, e.g., 50% of patches in diffused input images during training. For mask training, we introduce an asymmetric encoder-decoder architecture consisting of a transformer encoder that operates only on unmasked patches in a lightweight transformer decoder on full patches. To promote a long-range understanding of full patches, we add an auxiliary task of reconstructing masked patches to the denoising score matching objective that learns the score of unmasked patches. Experiments on ImageNet minus 256 times 256 show that our approach achieves the same performance as the state-of-the-art diffusion transformer, DIT, model using only 31% of its original training time. Thus, our method allows for efficient training of diffusion models without sacrificing the generative performance. Our code is available at https colon slash slash github.com slash anima dash lab slash maskedit. 1. Introduction. Diffusion models, reference 44, 19, 47, have become the most popular class of deep generative models due to their superior image generation performance, reference 11, particularly in synthesizing high-quality and diverse images with text inputs, reference 35, 36, 40, 1. Their strong generation performance has enabled many applications, including image-to-image translation, reference 39, 27, personalized creation, reference 38, 14, and model robustness, reference 32, 6. Large-scale training of these models is essential for their capabilities of generating realistic images and creative art. However, training these models requires a large amount of computational resources and time, which remains a major bottleneck for further scaling them up. For example, the original stable diffusion, reference 35, was trained on 256 A100 GPS for more than 24 days. While the training cost can be reduced to 13 days on 256 A100 GPS with improved infrastructure and implementation, reference 9, it is still inaccessible to most researchers and practitioners. Thus, improving the training efficiency of diffusion models is still an open question. In the representation learning community, mask training is widely used to improve training efficiency in domains such as natural language processing, reference 10, computer vision, reference 17, and vision language understanding, reference 26. Mask training significantly reduces the overall training time and memory, especially in vision applications, reference 17, 26. In addition, Mask training is an effective self-supervised learning technique that does not sacrifice the representation learning quality, as high redundancy in the visual appearance allows the model to learn from unmasked patches. Here, mask training relies heavily on the transformer architecture, reference 51, 12, since they operate on patches, and it is natural to mask a subset of them. Mask training, however, cannot be directly applied to diffusion models since current diffusion models mostly use UNet, reference 37, as the standard network backbone with some modifications, 1947, co-first author, equal contribution. Preprint, under review, 11.
the convolutions in UNet operate on regular dense grids, making it challenging to incorporate masked tokens and train with a random subset of the input patches. Thus, applying masked training techniques to UNet models is not straightforward. Recently, a few works, reference 33, 2, show that replacing the UNet architecture with vision transformers, VIT, reference 12, as the backbone of diffusion models can achieve similar or even better performance across standard image generation benchmarks. In particular, Diffusion Transformer, DIT, reference 33, inherits the best practices of VITs without relying on the UNet inductive bias, demonstrating the scalability of the DIT backbone for diffusion models. This opens up new opportunities for efficient training of large transformer-based diffusion models. However, similar to standard VITs, reference 12, training DITs is computationally expensive, requiring millions of iterations, reference 33. A recent work concurrent to ours, reference 15, introduces masking to DITs to improve generative performance but does not improve training efficiency of their highest capacity architecture since it encodes both masked and complete tokens during training. In fact, their per-step computational and memory costs are higher than the original DIT. In this work, we leverage the transformer structure of DITs to enable mask modeling for significantly faster and cheaper training. Our main hypothesis is that image contains significant redundancy in the pixel space. Thus, it is possible to train diffusion models by minimizing the denoising score matching, DSM, loss on a subset of pixels. Mask training has two main advantages. One, it enables us to train on only a subset of image patches, which largely reduces the computational cost per iteration. Two, it allows us to augment the training data with multiple views, which can improve the training performance, particularly in limited data settings. Driven by this hypothesis, we propose an efficient approach to train large transformer-based diffusion models, termed masked diffusion transformer, masked it. We first adopt an asymmetric encoder-decoder architecture, where the transformer encoder only operates on the unmasked patches, and a lightweight transformer decoder operates on the complete set of patches. We then design a new training objective, consisting of two parts. One, predicting the score of unmasked patches via the DSM-2 loss, and two, reconstructing the masked patches of the input via the mean square error, MSE, loss. This provides a global knowledge of the complete image that prevents the diffusion model from overfitting to the unmasked patches. For simplicity, we apply the same masking ratio, e.g., 50%, across all the diffusion time steps during training. After training, we fine-tune the model without masking to close the distribution gap between training and inference and this incurs only a minimal amount of overhead, less than 6% of the total training cost. By randomly removing 50% patches of training images, our method reduces the per-iteration training cost by 2x. With our proposed new architecture and new training objective, MaskDIT can also achieve similar performance to the DIT counterpart with fewer training steps, leading to much smaller overall training costs. On the class conditional ImageNet minus 256 times 256 generation benchmark, MaskDIT achieves an FID of 5.69 without guidance, which outperforms previous, non-cascaded, diffusion models, and it achieves an FID of 2.28 with guidance, which is comparable to the state-of-the-art models. To achieve the result of FID 2.28, training mask DIT takes 273 hours on 8 times a 100 GPUs, which is only 31% of the DIT's training time. This implies our method provides a significantly better training efficiency in wall clock time. Our main contributions are summarized as follows. We propose a new approach for the fast training of diffusion models with mask transformers by randomly masking out a high proportion, 50%, of input patches. For mask training, we introduce an asymmetric encoder-decoder architecture and a new training objective that predicts the score of unmasked patches and reconstructs masked patches. 
we show our method has faster training speed and less memory consumption while achieving comparable generation performance, implying its scalability to large diffusion models. 2. Method. In this section, we first introduce the preliminaries of diffusion models that we have adopted during training and inference, and then focus on the key designs of our proposed MaskDit. 3. 2.1. Preliminaries. Diffusion models we follow. Reference 47 which introduces the forward diffusion and backward denoising processes of diffusion models in a continuous time setting using differential equations. In the forward process, diffusion models diffuse the real data XO tilde P data, O, towards a noise distribution classifier-free guidance for class conditional generation. Classifier-free guidance, CFG, reference 21, is a widely used sampling method to improve the generation quality of diffusion models. In the EDM formulation, denote by de, x, t, c, the class conditional denoising function. CFG defines a modified denoising function. de, x, t, c, equals d, x, t, plus w, do, x, t, c, de, x, t, where w is greater than or equal to 1 is the guidance scale. To get the unconditional model for the CFG sampling, we can simply use a null token O to replace the class label c, i.e., d, x, t, equals d, x, t, o. During training, we randomly set c to the null token o with some fixed probability punkend. 2.2. Key designs. Image masking given a clean image x o in the diffusion time step t, we first get the diffused image x t by adding the Gaussian noise n. We then divide, or patchify, x t into a grid of n non-overlapping patches, each with a patch size of p times page for an image of resolution h times w, we have n equals hw p squared. With a fixed masking ratio r, we randomly remove rn patches and only pass the remaining n rn unmasked patches to the diffusion model. For simplicity, we keep the same masking ratio r for all diffusion time steps. A high masking ratio largely improves the computation efficiency but may y also reduce the learning signal of the score estimation. Given the large redundancy of xt, the learning signal with masking may be compensated by the model's ability to extrapolate masked patches from neighboring patches. Thus, there may exist an optimal spot where we achieve both good performance and high training efficiency. Asymmetric encoder-decoder backbone Our diffusion backbone is based on DIT, a standard VIT-based architecture for diffusion models, with a few modifications. Similar to May, reference 17, we apply an asymmetric encoder-decoder architecture. 1. The encoder has the same architecture as the original DIT except without the final linear projection layer, and it only operates on the unmasked patches. 2. The decoder is another DIT architecture adapted from the lightweight May decoder, and it takes the full tokens as the input. Similar to DIT, our encoder embeds patches by a linear projection with standard VIT frequency-based positional embeddings added to all input tokens. Then masked tokens are removed before being passed to the remaining encoder layers. The decoder takes both the encoded unmasked tokens in addition to new masked tokens as input, where each masked token is a shared, learnable vector, reference 17. We then add the same positional embeddings to all tokens before passing them to the decoder. Due to the asymmetric design, e.g., the May decoder with less than 9% parameters of DIT XL, 2, masking can dramatically reduce the computational cost per iteration. For training objective unlike the general training of diffusion models, we do not perform denoising score matching on full tokens. This is because it is challenging to predict the score of the masked patches by solely relying on the visible unmasked patches. Instead, we decompose the training objective into two subtasks. 1. The score estimation task on unmasked tokens and 2. The auxiliary reconstruction task on masked tokens. Formally, 
denote the binary masking label by m euro, 0, 1. We uniformly sample rn patches without replacement and mask them out. The denoising score matching loss on unmasked tokens reads, where the goal is to reconstruct the input, i.e., the diffused image XO plus N, by predicting the pixel values for each masked patch. We hypothesize that adding this May reconstruction loss can promote the mask transformer to have a global understanding of the full, diffused, image and thus prevent the denoising score matching loss in, 6, from overfitting to a local subset of visible patches. Finally, our training objective is given by L equals LDSM plus ALMAE. 8. Where the hyperparameter X controls the balance between the score prediction and May reconstruction losses, and it cannot be too large to drive the training away from the standard DSM update. Unmasking tuning Although the model is trained on masked images, it can be used to generate full images with high quality in the standard class conditional setting. However, we observe that the masked training always leads to a worse performance of the CFG sampling than the original DIT training, without masking. It is partly because the unconditional model, by setting the class label C to the null token O, has difficulty of predicting the score with partially visible tokens only, without relying on the class information. To further close the gap between the training and inference, after the masked training, we fine-tune the model using a smaller batch size and learning rate at minimal extra cost. We also explore two different masking ratio schedules during unmasking tuning. One, the zero ratio schedule, where the masking ratio R equals zero throughout all the tuning steps, and two, the cosine ratio schedule, where the masking ratio R 0.5 asterisk cos, pi, 2 asterisk I, NTOT, with I and not bind the current steps and the total number of tuning steps, respectively. This unmasking tuning strategy trades a slightly more training cost for the better performance of the CFG sampling. 3. Related work. Backbone architectures of diffusion models The success of diffusion models in image generation does not come true without more advanced backbone architectures. Since DDPM, reference 19, the convolutional U-net architecture, reference 37, has become the standard choice of diffusion backbone, reference 36, 40. Built on the U-net proposed in, reference 19, several improvements have also been proposed, e.g., reference 47, 11, to achieve better generation performance, including increasing depth versus width, applying residual blocks from Big Gon, reference 5, using more attention layers and attention heads, rescaling residual connections with, etc. More recently, several works have proposed transformer-based architectures for diffusion models, such as GenVit, reference 53, UVit, reference 2, RIN, reference 22, and DIT, reference 33, largely due to the wide expressivity and flexibility of transformers, reference 51, 12. Among them, DIT is a pure transformer architecture without the U-net inductive bias and it obtains a better class conditional generation result than the U-net counterparts with better scalability, reference 33. Rather than developing a better transformer architecture for diffusion models, our main goal is to improve the training efficiency of diffusion models by applying the mask training to the diffusion transformers, e.g., DIT. Efficiency in diffusion models Despite the superior performance of diffusion models, they suffer from high training and inference costs, especially on large-scale, high-resolution image datasets. Most works have focused on improving the sampling efficiency of diffusion models, where some works, reference 45, 29, 23, improve the sampling strategy with advanced numerical solvers while others, reference 42, 30, 54, 46, train a surrogate network by distillation. However, they are not directly applicable to reducing the training costs of diffusion models. For better training efficiency, reference 49, 36, 
have proposed to train a five-latent space diffusion model by first mapping the high-resolution images to the low-dimensional latent space. Reference 20. Developed a cascaded diffusion model, consisting of a base diffusion model on low-resolution images and several lightweight super-resolution diffusion models. More similarly, the concurrent work, Reference 52, proposed a patch-wise training framework where the score matching is performed at the patch level. Different from our work that uses a subset of small patches is the transformer input, reference 52, uses a single large patch to replace the original image and only evaluates their method on the UNET architecture. Another concurrent work, reference 15, also proposed to use mask transformers for better training convergence of diffusion models. However, in their method, both the unmasked tokens and full tokens are passed to the network, which largely increases the training cost per iteration, while we only take the unmasked tokens as input during training. Masked training as transformers become the dominant architectures in natural language processing, reference 51, and computer vision, reference 12. Masked training has also been broadly applied to representation learning, reference 10, 17, 26, and generative modeling, reference 34, 8, 7, in these two domains. One of its notable applications is masked language modeling proposed by BERT, reference 10. In computer vision, a line of works have adopted the idea of masked language modeling to predict masked discrete tokens by first tokenizing the images into discrete values via VQVAE, reference 50, including BAIT, reference 3, for self-supervised learning, mask git, reference 8, and muse, reference 7, for image synthesis, and mage, reference 25, for unifying representation learning and generative modeling. On the other hand, may, reference 17, applied masked image modeling to directly predict the continuous tokens without a discrete tokenizer. This design also takes advantage of masking to reduce training time and memory and has been applied to various other tasks, reference 13, 16. Our work is inspired by May, and it shows that masking can significantly improve the training efficiency of diffusion models when applying it to an asymmetric encoder-decoder architecture. 4. Experiments. 4.1 Experimental Setup Model Settings Following DIT, Reference 33. We consider the latent diffusion model, LDM, framework, whose training consists of two stages. 1. Training an autoencoder to map images to the latent space, and 2. Training a diffusion model on the latent variables. For the autoencoder, we use the pre-trained VAE model from stable diffusion, reference 36, with a downsampling factor of 8. That is, for an image of the shape 256 times 256 times 3, the latent variable has the shape 32 times 32 times 4. For the diffusion model, we use DIT XL2 as our encoder architecture, where XL denotes the largest model size used by DIT and 2 denotes the patch size of 2. Our decoder has the same architecture with May, reference 17, except that we add the adaptive layer norm blocks for conditioning on the time and class embeddings, reference 33. Training details All the models are trained on the ImageNet dataset of resolution 256 by 256 with mixed precision. Most training details are kept the same with the DIT work. Adam W., reference 28, with a constant learning rate of LE4, no weight decay, and an exponential moving average, EMMA, of model weights over training with a decay of 0.9999. Also, we use the same initialization strategies with DIT. 6. Big Gone Deep, reference 4. Style Gone XL, reference 43. Mask GIT, reference 8. CDM, reference 20. ADM, reference 11. ADMULDM8, reference 36, LDM4. UVITH, 2, reference 2. DITXL, 2, reference 33. MDTXL, 2, reference 15. Maskedit. ADMG, 
Reference 11. ADMG. ADMULDM8G. Reference 36. LDM4GUVITH2G. Reference 2. DITXL2G. Reference 33. MDTXL2G. Reference 15. Masked it G by default. We use a masking ratio of 50%. An MAE coefficient lambda equals 0.1. A probability of dropping class labels punkin 0.1. And a batch size of 1024. Because masking greatly reduces memory usage and flops, we find it more efficient to use a larger batch size during training. Unlike DIT which uses horizontal flips, we do not use any data augmentation. For the unmasked tuning, we change the learning rate to 5e5 and use full precision for better training stability. All the trainings are conducted on 8xA100 GPS with 80 gigabytes memory. Equals evaluation metrics following DIT, reference 33. We mainly use Frechet Inception Distance, FID, reference 18, to guide the design choices by measuring the generation diversity and quality of our method, as it is the most commonly used metric for generative models. To ensure a fair comparison with previous methods, we also use the ADM's TensorFlow Evaluation Suite, reference 11, to compute FID50K with the same reference statistics. Similarly, we also use Inception Score, is reference 41, SFID, reference 31, and Precision, Recall, reference 24, as secondary metrics to compare with previous methods. Note that for FID and SFID, the lower is better while for as in Precision, Recall, the higher is better. Without stating explicitly, the FID values we report in experiments refer to the cases without classifier-free guidance. 4.2. Training efficiency. We compare the training efficiency of MaskDIT, DITXL, 2, reference 33, and MDTXL, 2, reference 15, on 8 times a 100 GPUs, from three perspectives, GLOPs, training speed and memory consumption, and wall-time training convergence. All three models have a similar model size. First, in figure 2, the GFLOPs of MaskDIT, defined as flops for a single forward pass during training, are much fewer than DIT and MDT. Specifically, our GFLOPs are only 54.0% of DIT and 31.7% of MDT. As a reference, LDM8 has a similar number of GFLOPs with MaskDIT, but its FID is much worse than MaskDIT. Second, in Figure 4, the training speed of MaskDIT is much larger than the two previous methods while our memory per GPU cost is much lower no matter whether mixed precision is applied. Also, the improvement becomes higher as we use a larger batch size. With a batch size of 1024, our training speed is 3.5 times of DIT and 6.5 times of MDT. Our memory cost is 45.0% of DIT and 19.2% of MDT. Finally, in Figure 5, Mask DIT also consistently yields better wall-time training convergence than DIT and MDT with different batch sizes. Similarly, increasing the batch size further improves the efficiency of MaskDIT, but it does not benefit DITXL, 2 and MDTXL, 2. For instance, when using a batch size of 1024, MaskDIT can achieve an FID of 10 within 40 hours, while the other two methods take more than 160 hours, implying a 4 times speedup. 6.9575.3611.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070.4070
Comparison with state-of-the-art we compare against state-of-the-art class conditional generative models in Table 1, where our results are obtained after training for 2M steps. Without CFG, we further perform the unmasking tuning with the cosine ratio schedule for 37.5 k-steps. MaskDit achieves a better FID than all the non-cascaded diffusion models, and it even outperforms the concurrent MDTXL, too, which is much more computationally expensive, by decreasing FID from 6.23 to 5.69. Although the cascaded diffusion model, CDM, has a better FID than MaskDit, it underperforms MaskDit regarding is 158.71 versus 177.99. When only trained for 1.2M steps without unmasking tuning, MaskDit achieves an FID of 6.59, which is already comparable to the final FID values of the best prior diffusion models. When using CFG, we perform the unmasking tuning with the zero ratio schedule for 75k steps. MaskDit G achieves a very similar FID, 2.28, with DIT XL, 2G, 2.27, and they both share similar values of as in precision, recall. Notably, to achieve an FID of 2.28, training mask DIT takes 273 hours, 257 hours for training and 16 hours for unmasking tuning, on 8 times a 100 GPS while training DIT XL, 2, 7M steps, takes 868 hours, implying only 31% of the DIT XL, 2's training time. Compared with the concurrent MDTXL, 2G, MaskDitG performs worse in terms of FID and is but has comparable precision, recall scores. We also observe that increasing the training budgets in the unmasking tuning stage can consistently improve the FID, but it also harms the training efficiency of our method. Given that our main goal is not to achieve new state-of-the-art and our generation quality is already good as demonstrated by Figure 3, we do not explore further in this direction. 4.4. Ablation Studies we conduct comprehensive ablation studies to investigate the impact of various design choices on our method. Unless otherwise specified, we use the default settings for training and inference, and report FID without guidance as the evaluation metric. Masking ratio and diffusion backbone as shown in Table 2A, our asymmetric encoder-decoder architecture is always better than the original DID architecture. When FID greater than 100, we consider these two backbones to behave equally poorly, 
the performance gain from the asymmetric backbone is the most significant with a proper masking ratio, i.e., 50%. Without masking, the performance gain, FID, 14.70 right pointing arrow 13.71, mainly comes from the larger model size brought by the newly added decoder layers, confirming the observed expressivity of DIT-like architectures, reference 33. With a masking ratio of 50%, we see a large performance decrease, FID, 14.70 right pointing arrow 24.58, in the original DIT architecture but a performance gain, FID, 13.71 right pointing arrow 12.31, in the asymmetric encoder-decoder architecture. It implies that the interplay of the image masking and the asymmetric diffusion backbone contributes to the success of our method. Finally, the failure of masking 75% suggests that we cannot arbitrarily increase the masking ratio for higher efficiency. May reconstruction is shown in Table 2b. Adding the May reconstruction auxiliary task can largely benefit the generation quality of our method, e.g., FID from 12.42 to 7.19 at 800k steps. Moreover, May coefficient x equals 0.1 works the best, where we also observe the consistent improvement of FID over training iterations. A carefully tuned the May coefficient is crucial for our method. On one hand, if the May coefficient is too large, i.e., lambda equals 1.0, FID first decreases, FID equals 9.76 at 400k steps, but then increases, FID equals 12.74 at 800k steps, during training. We hypothesize that the training in the late stage has been gradually dominated by the May reconstruction task, and the May training alone does not produce photorealistic images, reference 17. On the other hand, if the May coefficient is too small, i.e., lambda equals 0, the FID improvement seems to be saturated at the early training stage, as evidenced by FID equals 12.31 at 400k steps versus FID equals 12.42 at 800k steps. It confirms our intuition that without the May reconstruction task, the training easily overfits the local subset of unmasked tokens as it lacks a global understanding of the full image, making the gradient update less informative. Table 2. Ablating our method. Unless stated otherwise, we use the following setting, our asymmetric encoder-decoder architecture, 50% masking ratio, the May coefficient x equals 0, and applying DSM on unmasked tokens only. By default, we report FID after training for 400k steps with a batch size of 1024. A. Impact of masking ratio and diffusion backbone mask 0% mask 50% mask 75% 24.5812.31. Did backbone 14.70. Our backbone 13.71. 107.55. 121.1. 121.16, b. Impact of May reconstruction, 10. Equals 00.010.11.0. 400k steps, 800k steps, 12.31. c. Impact of DSM design, 10. Equals 00.1. 12.318.8710.599.72. DSM on unmasked tokens. DSM on full tokens 8 DSM design Since our default choice is to add the DSM loss on the unmasked tokens only, we compare its performance with adding the DSM loss on the full tokens. As shown in Table 2C, without the May reconstruction loss, lambda equals 0, adding the DSM loss on the unmasked tokens only performs worse than that on the full tokens. It can be explained by the fact that the score prediction on full tokens closes the gap between training and inference with our masking strategy. On the contrary, with the May reconstruction loss, by 0.1, 
adding the DSM loss on the unmasked tokens only performs better than that on the full tokens. It is because, in this setting, we jointly perform the score prediction and may reconstruction tasks on the masked, invisible tokens, which are contradictory to each other. Furthermore, we also observe that across these four settings in Table 2C, the best FID score is achieved by DSM on unmasked tokens and Lambda equals 0.1, which highlights the important role of the interplay between our DSM design and May reconstruction. Equals 5 broader impacts and limitations our work can reduce the training costs of diffusion models from the algorithmic perspective without sacrificing the generative performance. Our algorithmic innovation is orthogonal to the improved infrastructure and implementation, reference 9 which means a combination of these two improvements can further make the development of large diffusion models more accessible to the broad community. Although our work is directly tied to particular applications, MaskDit shares with other image synthesis tools similar potential benefits and risks, such as generating deepfakes for disinformation, which have been discussed extensively, e.g., reference 48. One of our limitations is that we still need a few steps of unmasking tuning to match the state of the art fit with guidance. It is directly related to another issue of mask training. It does not produce a good unconditional diffusion model. We leave it as future work to explore how to improve the unconditional image generation performance of MaskDit. Another limitation is that due to the limited computational resources, we have not explored other diffusion transformer architectures except DITXL, 2, reference 33. We believe a better backbone architecture can enable a better trade-off between training efficiency and generative performance. 6. Conclusions. In this work, we proposed MaskDit, an efficient approach to training diffusion models with mask transformers. Inspired by the intuition that there exists high redundancy in an image, we randomly masked out a large portion of the image patches, which significantly reduces the training overhead per iteration. To better accommodate mask training for diffusion models, we first introduced an asymmetric encoder-decoder diffusion backbone, where the DIT encoder only takes visible tokens and after injecting masked tokens, the lightweight DIT decoder takes full tokens. We also incorporated an MAE reconstruction loss into the DSM objective, where we reconstruct the input values of masked tokens and predict the score of unmasked tokens. On the class conditional ImageNet minus 256 by 256 generation benchmark, we demonstrated a better training efficiency for our proposed masked DIT with a competitive performance with the state-of-the-art generative models. 9. Acknowledgement. Anima Anand Kumar is supported in part by Bren Professorship. This work was done partly during Hongkai Jung's internship at NVIDIA. 10. Thanks for listening to this reading. For the entire paper, and more, check out our homepage, papersred.ai.